Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about fictional sex lives since we have none of our own. Also, our video thumbnails could become the cringe memes of Twitter accounts run by people also not No one Everyone sucks. Let's just chill the out. Hey, I'm Eric Voss. With me today is Philip Molina. Welcome back, buddy. It has been way too long. Wow. Is this how every episode starts now? Some variant of it, for sure. It, it's We've gone into a darkest timeline. A lot of Man. profanity. A lot of, like, uh, uh, preventative, uh, triggered reactions to social media blowback. So we're in a bunker. Congrats, though, on everything. Hey, congrats to you. We've accomplished some big stuff since you've been yeah. away uh, making this kind of stuff for us. I gotta get you more shirts. <laughs> no, I only want to wear this one for the rest of my life. I made this shirt, too, actually. Ooh! Ooh, look at that one. That looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, for those wondering, these are shirts that you can go buy right now in New Rockstar's official merch store, newrockstarsmerch.com. This is our This Is The Way Mandalorian themed shirt. It's a custom shirt, limited edition. Uh, we are running out so quickly of these. You gotta jump on this fast. And when you get them for a few bucks more, you can uh, write in a custom shout out that will feature in our Wookiee Leaks episode in the bottom ticker. It's a really exciting thing. That's been a, a fun way for us to connect with you guys. Arnold, uh, I saw your shout out. If you want to fight, you know where I am. Come find me, bro. You want to f with me? You're a f choir boy compared to me. A choir boy. Yeah, we do allow threats. We don't allow promoting your Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive into our big question this week. What are we talking about? Is there any kind of question that uh, could bring me back more? <laughs> than just, uh, we, we've been here before, we'll go there again. But Eric Voss, do Yoda f <laughs> <laughs> I believe the question on my end is, does the Yoda species reproduce? But you're right, <laughs> the question really Eric, is. Eric, <laughs> do Yoda f do Yoda smash? Do Yoda get wet? What? How do you need to hear it? Oh, Philip, you are- Answer the question! <laughs> In 30 seconds or less. No, this is a longer question. It's a bigger question, some might say. A girthier question. <laughs> Philip, you reminded me of way back, one of our first episodes of Big Question, after the rise of Skywalker, we asked, do Palpatine He fuck. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we have an answer yeah. for this question too, though it's less about a history of romantic partners and more pure AP biology. Boring. You've made it boring. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be fun. Also, uh, yeah, a year yeah. ago, one of our first ever episodes of Big Question, Marina and I talked about the question of how Baby Yoda ages, but we missed the question that people really want to know is how does it reproduce? He is a 50 year old baby, and this is important <laughs> to his reproductive process. <laughs> Trust me. You're a 33 year old baby. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, we still don't know if I'm capable of reproducing. After the accident. <laughs> Ever since the radioactive spilling. But it came out of me, not on me. <laughs> oh yeah, and in that episode, we were able to conclude that since the original Yoda claimed to have been a Jedi Master by age 100, and he died at age 900, that the Yoda species must undergo some crazy rapid period of maturation between ages 50 and 100. There's just like, no aging, no aging, ton of aging, ton of aging, and then uh, Grandpa for 100, uh, 800 years. Years. His growth just keeps spurting. Once you wait that long and you get bottled up like that, that's gonna happen. But, okay, everything changed very recently, Philip. Uh, we've been watching The Mandalorian mm. Season 2, and mm. in the first episode of that season, we get the seemingly throwaway line from Amy Sedaris' character, Pelimoto. You know, if this thing ever divides or buds, I will gladly pay for the offspring. You made the same offer to your parents when we were looking for new hosts. 
And they paid it? Or you paid it? <laughs> the buds are all failed. <laughs> as long as someone got paid. I want to know a dowry ended up in some pocket somewhere. Now, when this line came out, it felt like a very subtle hint that the mystery of Baby Yoda's biology and origin is going to be coming up. But uh, put more frankly, how does the species reproduce? Even more frankly, as Philip said, did Yoda at some point smash? Whatever word you want to use. In Yoda speak, me so horny? <laughs> no, why? No, I was Jar Jar. He was completely Jar Jar. Me so horny, Annie. You've been away from New Rockstars for too long. Why did the part of my brain that's supposed to bring up Yoda speak immediately go to Jar Jar Banks? Because he's awesome. Because uh, one Misa, swamp awesome. creature is the same as another. No. No, they're not all the not same. Not okay. All right. Um, here's what we know about the Yoda species. George Lucas introduced Yoda, of course, in The Empire Strikes Back as a mysterious mentor figure whose background and species name we would never know. So he's a mystery character. He's a magical character. He has no background. He comes and he goes. Uh, he's the subversive, secret, mysterious stranger that enters the film and then exits at the end. Oh, remember those two? Hayden Christensen and, and George Lucas. What, what a fun pairing. I gotta say, that description sounds like someone who f yeah. comes and goes. He's a secret stranger impregnating women across the galaxy. That sounds like a dad who goes out for cigarettes yeah, and never comes back. For sure. Yeah. A cool dad. A cool dad. My dad was more of a mysterious stranger. And the teacher's like, go on. <laughs> Why is he in class? Because I, I imagine this, I skipped a step. I imagine this is take your dad to school day and then this kid doesn't have a dad. That's not a day. That's a day. You don't take your dad to school. <laughs> My dad came to school because I had so many bullies. <laughs> That's what you said if you kick your dad's ass. My dad can't <laughs> kick your dad's I mean, ass, but I, I kick my dad's ass. I'm gonna take ass. my dad to school. It's like the day you have to fight your dad to become a man. Yeah. You take your dad to school. But one of the more interesting early explanations of what Yoda is came in a 1997 book, Star Wars, The Annotated Screenplays by Laurent Bourgeroux. Uh, <laughs> Lucas said, quote, I wanted Yoda to be the traditional kind of character you find in fairy tales and mythology. And that character is usually a frog or a wizened old man on the side of the road a hero is going down the road and meets this poor and insignificant person the goal or lesson is for the hero to learn to respect everybody and to pay attention to the poorest person because that's where the key to his success will be. Kids you hear that? Befriend the drifters. The creepy old man on the side <laughs> of the road. Don't fear can, the drifter. You know, Come yeah. on babe. He'll take, go trust him. He'll take you to a wonderful world of wizarding and magic. Well ever <laughs> since that came out there have been three known members of the Yoda species, Yoda, the child in the Mandalorian, but also Yaddle. Uh, now, Yaddle is a female member of the species seen on the Jedi Council in Phantom Menace, did not return an attack of the clones. It was speculated that she might have died during Order 66, along with most of the Jedi, but she did come up in a Darth Vader comic as a kind of ghostly uh, specter that Vader had to, like, fight off in a vision. And she was mentioned in Jedi Fallen Order as maybe possibly surviving Order 66, but we don't know. But the importance of Yaddle, uh, at the very least, tells us that there are two known sexes of the Yoda species, a male and a female. Baby Yoda was confirmed to be a male of the species, but the fact that there are two sexes, why in biodiversity do we have two sexes if not for sex? I gotta challenge some of this. Do we do this where I, I try to break you down? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the point uh, of this. <laughs> okay, great. Now, I know that it's canon that Yaddle is female, but do we really know that? Like, couldn't 
she just be like a slightly younger than Yoda male with like Joe Dirt hair <laughs> or Jesus like, hair? Yaddle could could just be a redneck or, or a Jesus figure. And like, remember, this is this came back what 1999, so it's the 90s. They didn't have nuanced portrayals of gender. If they wanted everyone to be like, Yaddle's a woman, then they, they would have done the same thing that they did with the the, uh, the sexy-ass gremlin from Gremlins. Oh, yeah. With the lipstick and the flowing green hair and the, <laughs> the leopard print booby holster. <laughs> that is a woman. I think uh, Yaddle is confirmed to be female as far as visual dictionaries confirm her to be female. How visual? Yeah. <laughs> the visual <laughs> dictionaries. The visual These dic- were books that I collected as a young middle schooler. I had the visual dictionary for Phantom Minutes, for episode two, for episode three. They had a, a visual dictionary for the original trilogy. And they then, confirmed uh, seven, her eight, gender nine. using the visual dictionary. Hey, that's how Eric. so much has been confirmed. I know what you're going for right now. The visual dictionaries are not sexy. They are the least sexy book in the world. <laughs> This is why you can't reproduce. You learned it all from a Star Wars visual dictionary. Yeah. It's like, all right, I put that in my port and it goes, woo! See, what Philip jokes about is really uh, half of New Rockstar's videos these days are based on visual dictionaries. Because there's know. no news. This is all we have. This is the our... adult visual dictionary. No, these uh, are not for adults. These are for children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back to George Lucas. Um, yes. Uh, so George Lucas in his 97 quote mentioned a frog, but there are other amphibious races based on frogs. There was the frog lady in the second most recent episode of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Gungans are also, of course, frog based. Frog based or Jamaican based? I, that's not that's not me saying that. When the movie came out, do you do you remember that? You were two years old. But there was this huge backlash. Yeah. People were like, he based that off Jamaicans. Uh, poor Ahmed Best. That guy yeah. was unfairly maligned, absolutely. But yeah, there was some um, some discomfort with the voice that he I chose. don't think it was that, but yeah. fine. We'll, we'll go with yeah. Frog. It is interesting. In a recent video, we did go into the whole idea of there may be a connection with the fact that this frog lady and Baby Yoda loves her eggs. And maybe there's some kind of like biological connection. Go watch that video. But the Yoda species is confirmed not to be amphibious and reptilian in nature, there is one specific detail that makes it very clear what type of genus and species, well, maybe not genus and species, but what type of class or order the uh, the Yoda species is. Any guesses what it is, Philip? Smusk? Sand? Smusk? <laughs> not <laughs> musk, not sand. Smusk. Yeah. By female. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Smusk. Well, it is connected. It is the right organ of the body hair. The Yoda species grows hair. It seems like a small detail, but it is a very big deal. Remember, uh, Yoda has that thin silver hair that he beautifully strokes back in Attack of the Clones. (laughs) Yaddle has that thick brown Joe Dirt braid. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, baby Yoda has some fuzz growing on top. Preteen Yoda has some fuzz (laughs) growing down below. Yeah. The thing is, reptiles (laughs) do not grow fur or hair. Fur is insulation. It's meant to keep the animal warm. Reptiles, amphibians, are cold-blooded, meaning their body temperatures vary with that of their environments. Birds have their feathers and mammals with their fur are considered warm-blooded, meaning they maintain a constant body temperature. So, Mm. the hair tells us that the Yoda species, including baby Yoda, are mammals. 
Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you remember your AP bio, there are three types of mammals. There are the monotremes. Hot, <laughs> Hot not, yeah. and... Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> She's got her own class, her own species. Oh, we got to tear that page out of the slam bunk because if it gets back to <laughs> Becky's parents, they're going to, they're part of the booster club. They're going to sue the school. Yeah, the three types of mammals. Monotremes, those are the egg-laying mammals. You know, duck-billed platypus, echidnas... Uh, and then there are marsupials. Those are the ones with pouches, right? Kangaroos, koalas, uh, you know, a lot of the ones in Australia. And then uh, placentals. Are the, those are the ones that have wombs, placental sacs, uh, human beings, apes, uh, mm. bears, elephants, uh, all, the, all the rest. But all three of these types reproduce sexually. None of them are asexually reproducing. Uh, yeah. There goes the dynamite. There, there you go. There it goes. Boom. Uh, Question answer. With all of these, there's some kind of process by which two different some sex cells are fertilizing and then it, and then it, blah, 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 <laughs> and this poops out. <laughs> Homer, Homer, why are you showing us? <laughs> uh, Philip, that brings us to three possible explanations for baby Yoda's birth. The first is the old-fashioned way, bumping Yodes. Yodes? Yodes. Uh, <laughs> baby Yoda could have been conceived naturally via two parent Yodas and then gestated in a placental sac or a pouch or an egg. Like Tommy. Like Tommy did. Now, there is a weird thing with baby Yoda and eggs. As and we have Tommy talked about. Tommy also has a weird thing with eggs. Can't touch them. Not allowed to, legally. <laughs> there was that whole thing in, in chapter 10 where he was obsessed with these eggs. Again, go check out that other video. But it wasn't just hunger. It wasn't just eating them. He had this natural, almost you could say spiritual connection with these things. Some crazy familiarity. Also, in season one, we talked about how his carrier looks like an egg. And I think mm-hmm. both of those could be hints to him being egg-based, to him being a monotreme, something like a platypus or an echidna. Those are the freakiest mammals that we know about. And Baby Yoda, I think, would fit in that category with his weird claws yeah. and his green skin. Now, this does not mean that Baby Yoda's parents were definitely Yoda and or Yaddle. Now, Many do point out that Yaddle did disappear after the Phantom Menace, but Baby Yoda is 50 years old, placing his birth nine years before Phantom Menace. He's the same age as Anakin, Mm. keep that in mind. Mm. As a well-known Jedi Master at the Jedi Temple, others would know if Yaddle had a kid on the side. Not if it was like that thing though, where like you have a baby at prom and then you just do it in the bathroom and then you go back to dancing and nobody knows. Wait, you give birth at prom? You don't remember this? (laughs) No, I'm from North Florida, not South Florida. Yeah. North Florida, you take your dad to school. <laughs> South Florida, you have a you become a dad at prom. <laughs> That's in the Florida Constitution, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we voted on it. All right, but that brings us to our second explanation, one that we have talked about in other videos before, that Baby Yoda could be the result of cloning, of genetic uh, experiments. Yeah. There have been clues we talked about before. He drives an El Camino. <laughs> Um, like Baby Yoda could be a clone of Yoda himself. You are the fire! Or a, just a clone of another member of the Yoda species. There's a guy, Dr. Pershing, who analyzed him in chapter three. He had a Camino patch. And then now Boba Fett's back on the show. He himself is a clone from Camino. And we learned in The Rise of Skywalker that uh, cloning was apparently an ongoing effort by the Sith after the fall of the Empire with Palpatine resurrecting in that film as a clone body. 
And nobody disliked that. Yep, yep. That's that's what people want to see more of, right? Cloning? <laughs> cloning. So if cloning is the explanation, Philip, I find it real weird that Favreau and Filoni went to the effort of including that one line from Quill in chapter seven. I've worked in the gene farms. This one looks evolved, too ugly. That is such a dig. You know how I know you ain't a clone? You so ugly, why would we make two? <laughs> no one would have drawn a blueprint of this face. You think we want more of this? This undercooked yeah. little gremlin. And I think just a, a little PSA from your Uncle Philip and your Uncle Eric. You have to apply a bit of common sense to movies and TV theories. I know we here at New Rockstars love to go conspiracy mode, but unless a character has a spelled out reason to lie, they're probably telling the truth when they say something. When they say the exact opposite of your theory, that thing is not a clue proving the opposite of what they just said. You can't just say like, oh, they mentioned anything at all, so the exact inverse of it must be true. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Don't go into these things with confirmation bias. If a character says something and they die right after, I don't think he had a reason to cover up a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't kill Gabe. Well, that conspiracy is... <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm sorry. Philip's drone just lowered into the room. Uh... <laughs> Drony! <laughs> All right, we have arrived at our third explanation, which is the craziest, but might be the most accurate. So <laughs> he came from the force. Uh, oh, of course, this nonsense. I don't need your religious bullshit. So <laughs> the one thing we know about Baby Yoda, the child, is that he is 50 years old. He was born in the year 41 BBY, making mm -hmm. him exactly the same age of Anakin Skywalker, born the same mm -hmm. year. Now, Anakin Skywalker was also born under mysterious circumstances. Remember, Shmi told Qui-Gon that there was no father. I carried him. I gave birth. I raised him. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, we all just believe her. <laughs> Watto. Now, it is believed uh, that Palpatine actually used the dark side magic to conceive Anakin via midichlorians in Shmi's womb. Kiki's my middle name, bitch! And there was that line Palpatine mentioned about Darth Plagueis the Wise figuring out a way to create life. He could use the force to influence the midichlorians to create Life. Did you ever hear the tragedy about Darth Plagueis the Wise? No, uh, can we just not do this right now again? I just want to watch this opera. It's, it's not that big a deal. He got corona. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's a tragedy. Yeah, that's, that's, tra that's tragic. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. Now, I just think the precision of the birth year is super interesting. That, to me, is seems like the most deliberate aspect that they've uh, written about this character so far. There is a detail that you might not love, but it is true. We just learned about a month ago from a new book... <laughs> something important about Baby Yoda when it comes to the concept of dyads. Do you remember dyads, Philip, mm. from uh, The Rise of Skywalker? I do. They are uh, a whole concept that a lot of people get shit on because they're like, this came out of nowhere. But I will throw out there really quick that the Sith always had this weird rule of two. Always two there are. No more. 
No less. And, you know, that could have a foundation in this dyad concept. Absolutely. So this new book comes directly from Pablo Hidalgo. He's the head of Lucasfilm Story Group. He's really the authority at this point of what is and is not canon in Star Wars. There is a section in this book that talks about dyads. Just to remind everyone, it's the dual force-linked figures that Rey and Kylo Ren were revealed to be. That's why they are able to uh, have those force-time chats. Let's make the gym great again! Do you have something, a cowl or something you could put on? And there was a line that talked about the unique ability of dyads to force heal. To quote this book, it says, those in a dyad possess another unusual ability. They can use the force to heal a wounded person or creature. But this act also requires that the healer transfer some of their force energy, which can temporarily weaken them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, the first instance of force healing that we saw on screen in Star Wars happened in The Mandalorian Episode 7 with Baby Yoda. And that came out the same week of The Rise of Skywalker. And Philip, by this logic, I think we have reason to believe that Baby Yoda might be part of a dyad. Boom, you heard it here first. Baby Yoda got a girlfriend. And I think that girlfriend could be Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> oh, Annie. They're born Annie. the same year. He's so horny, Mr. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> yeah, and as you said, Philip, the whole idea of the dyad does seem to come from this idea of the rule of two. And really that comes from George Lucas's vision of the Star Wars uh, nonology as a one of balance, poetry, he might say. Poetry. They run. There's always parallel forces that are working in tandem. For instance, jump and hump, prime. Boom, poetry. You looking for this? I think we might be able to speculate that when Palpatine used dark magic to spawn Anakin Skywalker, the balance of the universe could have somewhere else sparked another supernatural conception of an equal opposite to Anakin And then, 50 years later, here he is, the child, Baby Yoda. Gathering Mm. all the information in summation, the fact that the Yoda species is so rare, I think that would suggest that they probably do not (laughs) Because if they did, you would just see more of them around. That's how all all species work. Maybe they only once and it's just mm, so good or like they turn inside out and die yeah. like, it's just like so good but this no this sucks i hate this i'm mad it's it's possible that if it's the force the fact that shmi might not have to great anakin whatever baby yoda's parent was might not have reproduced sexually might have been asexual no get off stage no. <laughs> this is the pg version that disney would want to tell kids right no it's just delivered by an egg somewhere and a hole goes in your body and there's blood everywhere coming out of your head and then you push your belly button and then your butt falls off and then you hold your butt and you have to dig and you'll find a little baby. <laughs> no, but also you're referencing Shmi, but you, you didn't say who who got, you know, like immaculately cream filled to make baby Yoda. It like, could have been a tree. I want to talk to that tree though and see, you know, who's been like big dick little green guy just is like <laughs> that tree. And then that tree popped out an egg and it's the miracle of life. But you know what's weird about it is uh, it is miraculous. And like whatever happened to Shmi was not done through sexual fertilization on a cellular level. It was done through magic, right? So like those midichlorians, just in the fact that they nested in Shmi's womb, they could have nested in some weird midichlorian patch in a bog somewhere that like a little Yoda worm crawls out of. And that was the asexual process. 
I have a question slash theory, but first question about Star Wars canon. You can reference your books if you need to. In Star Wars, is the word sperm canon? Does it exist? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's one of those things how like, Papyrus <laughs> says, can we say a dime a dozen? And Filoni's like, they don't have dimes in Star Wars. They might not have sperms. Sorry about the mess. So they don't have sperm in Star Wars. You know what they have? <laughs> Midichlorian. <laughs> that's what they are. I'm telling you, that's what they're doing count of. It's like, oh my god, his sperm rate is through the roof. <laughs> Quite god's blood like, is pure uh, sperm. Even Master Yoda doesn't have this kind of sperm count. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? I'm not sure. They don't spend any time in hot tubs. They don't wear <laughs> tiny whiteies. They got massive amounts of midichlorians busting all over the place. Busting makes wow. me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a midichlorian. <laughs> Man, it, I mean, if you had to draw a midichlorian, would it not wiggle? It probably would. It probably would have a tail. I think what we actually solved is, yes, uh, we're all connected by this unifying spunk called the Force. Surrounds us, penetrates us, penetrates us. Uh, if the Force passing through us is just that spunk, then yeah, everything's constantly having sex at all times. Well, there's a refractory period. <laughs> but then, that's beautiful. That's the time between the original trilogy and then the prequels. Yeah, and that's the third trilogy. <sighs> the movies are just drinking Ooh, a lot don't of touch fluids. It, don't touch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said that was supposed to be for kids? Yeah. Stay in school, kids, and get uh, yeah. get your dad there and kick his ass. It's time to be a man. Or if you live south of Orlando. Have fun yeah. at prom. All right. Uh, we want to thank some friends who helped us make this episode, starting with our friends at DoorDash. So between work and school chores, family stuff, and figuring out the reproductive processes of fictional characters, you have got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. I literally this is true just use doordash hey. right before we started shooting to eat my meal and my driver was my neighbor wow tip him yeah doordash is the app that brings you food you are craving right now right to your door ordering is so easy just open the doordash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting with over 300,000 partners in the u.s puerto rico canada and australia you can choose from your favorite national restaurants like wendy's the cheesecake factory my favorite chipotle ah that's what I ordered. Or you could pick one of your favorite local restaurants. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Ooh, and right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 <laughs> or more. I just used, on their, I just used this. <laughs> well, Philip, uh, you missed your chance, but everyone else. $5 off. $5 and, off. And zero delivery fees? Yep, yep. What's the code? Well, you got to download the DoorDash app right now and enter the it. code BIGQUEST. <laughs> So that, again, is $5 off, sorry, Philip, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter the code BIGQUESTION. Don't forget, that's code BIGQUESTION for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. I'm just going to start entering BIGQUESTION on every app yeah. I have. They either have been a sponsor of us or will be. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? We also want to thank our friends at Purple Mattress for sponsoring this episode. Sure, most mattresses look the same with sheets on them, and the same goes for pillows, but... And people. 
and for people and baby Yodas and oranges. Well, if you peel away those sheet clothes, look at what's inside the mattress and pillow, you will see that they aren't all created equal. So Purple Mattress has created this cutting edge technology that they call the Purple Grid. It is a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Then they have all these air channels designed to neutralize body heat and to keep you cool. I've started using a pillow. It's like, oh, it's like sleeping on nothing and everything at the same time. By the way, I used that pillow before we gave it to you. No. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty wonderful, actually. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, what's your sleep style? Um, on my back until I snore too much and then I have to roll over on my side. That's my sleep style. No, no, but I say. I also started snoring in the past two years. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just age. Does yeah. Baby Yoda snore? On oh, next week, a big question. <laughs> now, the same tech in their mattresses is also in the purple pillows. They're engineered for head and neck support and airflow. And I can attest to that since I've got uh, me and Philip's purple harmony pillow. And it is super soft and oh so nice for my sleepy little head. It keeps me sleeping like a log and a very cool and comfortable log. You can try every purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns and purple has fine financing available for as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. So experience the purple grid and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash bigquestion10 and use promo code bigquestion10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 what? or more. Oh, Philip, did he miss this one too? <laughs> Why aren't you telling me? Oh, I ordered this pillow. I'm so sorry. Why am I not getting the hookup on these items? Well, don't be like Philip. Get on this ahead of time. Uh, that is purple.com slash bigquestion10. Promo code bigquestion10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. God. Dang it. Get that purple stuff. Get that purple stuff. Now we're going to move on to some bite-sized options. Philip's going to answer a question for us. Are you ready, Philip? Okay. <laughs> you, got you got this. You got this. You got this. All right. A Tripper on Discord asks, how does Din Djarin know how to speak Tuscan? Mm. Ooh, yeah. From the first episode of this new season, yeah. he can speak Tuscan now. Eric, remind us what Tuscan sounds like. <laughs> Oh God, Eric! Words have meaning, dude. I feel like it's a, what I did was offensive. <laughs> Absolutely. And I apologize. God. Okay, we know from season one already. Mando already did a little bit of Tuscan, Tuscan speak uh. using hand signals. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know, in the new ones they actually consulted with a ASL expert to like kind of um, develop it. Mm. And also, I don't know if you know, but I know how to do all of seasons of love in American Sign Language. Oh, um, do it. Yeah. <laughs> But then he was, so we kind of slightly knew that he was familiar with language, but it was only the hand signals. So actually this exists in ASL when you're using your hands to communicate. You also have this whole other characterization of your face mm. where the expressions that you have on your face enhance or make the sign you've used a little bit more detailed. Mm. So I'm thinking the hand signals for the Tuscan people are very straightforward, easy to, to communicate ideas that are maybe a little bit more necessary at the beginning. Like uh, a conversation you might need to discuss with the Tuscan quickly, like may we pass here? Sure, or yeah. what can we exchange? Uh, you up? Yeah. <laughs> Just like... 
<laughs> but that's all he needed back in season one. So I don't think he actually like very recently and suddenly learned the vocalizations. I think that's just this added layer that he didn't need the first time. He told Gore Koresh, uh, John Leguizamo, basically in his clown makeup from Spawn, uh, <laughs> that uh, he's been spending a lot of time on Tatooine. So he would have run into them uh, plenty of times. And we know that Tuscans kind of like act like everybody's in their territory and they hate it. They're like New Yorkers who bark at tourists. Yeah. And so he probably has encountered them a lot and needed to learn more of the language. And then just in general, as a bounty hunter, he has no allegiances to any specific sure, place. Yeah. So it would benefit him to learn the languages of a bunch of different places over the years, especially just to get like details and like solve his little weekly mysteries that uh, he goes on. <laughs> I don't speak whatever language that is. You speak Hatiz, Hala, Tu. Havaka. And so now he also just reveals to us that there's a deeper layer that he knows, which is the vocalizations to do the the more complicated. We have to work together. Bark, bark. You know, I understand your frustrations. Rah, yeah. rah, rah. <laughs> uh, I know we said we'd see other people. You know, other Tuscans look exactly like you. So that's, <laughs> is that racist? I don't know. They're uh, not watching. We, None of them are watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's on in their little eye holes. Yeah. So I think he just knew it the whole time, but he just didn't need to, yeah. to show it off like some people do. People that do CrossFit or whatever. Yeah. Watch me. That makes sense. I'll say between this and between Pelimoto knowing the frog language is like, wow. These, yeah. It's kind of like how Han knows Kashiki, you know? <laughs> it's like, I, I want to see Han Solo roar like a Wookiee just once. Yeah, you know what I think is it's so fun? It's like, so Amy Sedaris is, is a comedic legend. And you know that they were just like, just make some sounds or whatever. And she's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> just all this crazy stuff. And then they just now have to like retroactively like turn that into yeah. language. Some linguist You're is like, like right. oh, she's so inconsistent. Yeah, but I guess that. Will be an that's accent. exactly like how like we already had the Wookiees say that you know like uh -huh. they'll have to find a way to, to make it work which which I love. Go ahead and just uh, delete everything. All right, hold on, Chuck. One more time, and then make a decision. <laughs> I also just reminded myself that I used to have that bit in college where I would go to sing a song and then I would just scream <laughs> at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Phil was thrown off of so many karaoke night stages. Yeah, <laughs> no like, bits oh, here, it's my sir. Jam. <laughs> 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 Everyone at TGI Friday spitting out their donkey sauce wings. <laughs> donkey sauce wings? What? What the f is donkey sauce? Donkey sauce. It's what, uh, you know. It's like horse midichlorian? It's it's uh, stop one on the Flavortown exits. Ooh, you got donkey sauce. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, donkey sauce. Donkey sauce. You know, that's, that stuff's expensive. You can you can make quite the stallion with the, with the right chili donkey sauce. All right, well, speaking of spunk stories, now it's time for Box, Box of Scraps, Scraps, a spunk story. You renamed this segment? For, this week we did, because our Box of Scraps question this week is, what is the story about your birth or your early childhood that freaked you out when someone else <laughs> later told you about it when you're older? Or you unrepressed it. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is a blocked out memory that you dug back up and you have to go to therapy now for it? I'll jump in first. So let's just jump into it. I'm the youngest of five. So each successive kid in my family has some horrible story that the next older sibling did when our parents brought home the yeah. younger sibling. You guys are the, the model of the Von Trapps. If the Von Trapps each tried to murder the next youngest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Friedrich. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, she's being drowned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like so my I have one older brother who's seven years older than me, and when the next oldest kid, my sister Katie, was brought home as a baby, my brother who was four, he wanted a little brother so bad because he had been the you know, he had two older sisters, so this would have been three girls, one boy, and he's just like, I can we throw her in the river and try start over? <laughs> Try again. What is he, a Spartan? Yeah. <laughs> Your brother kind of is a Spartan. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's a badass. And you are very much an Athenian. Yeah, oh, no, I'm the Spartan who just died on the side of the mountain. I'm like, oh, I'm glad there's YouTube as a job in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, it's, it was just a task. You go, no, leave me. Yeah. I found a little nook. I like it here. It's warm. Yeah. DoorDash, Chipotle, side of mountain. But <laughs> the story for my birth, talk to some people in the family, they say it's not true. Others, swear it was true that my <laughs> older sister Katie she's three years old when I was born and had an, a little coloring desk and legend has it that the moment news came out that mommy gave birth to little baby Eric that three-year-old Katie waddled over to waddle because she was a little girl she's just a little girl and little, little duck girl, little yeah. duck girl. <laughs> grabbed a sharp letter opener opener went back to her coloring desk and stabbed it in the desk <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> Years later, uh, they say that you could see the wound in the wooden coloring desk where the stab had happened. And it looks like the new rock stars lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has become a Harry Potter origin story. You're a YouTuber. Harry. But uh, according to half of my family, they say that would have been impossible, that there's no way my sister could. It's kind of like when you hear the story of like, oh, yeah, they, they drowned 18 cats when they made The Incredible Journey. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes true. That's a separate story. I, I was told by Katie when I was older that Homeward Bound, that they drowned 18 cats <laughs> when they shot the Cassie scene. <laughs> Just in rehearsals, like yeah, there's just like stagehands throwing <laughs> in cat after cat. Uh, they're like, oh, that one didn't make oh. it. I repeated this story years later to coworkers, and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" No, there is a sad story about Milo. Milo notice that's I, yeah, Katie. But... To her credit, was probably thinking of another dog and cat movie where cats yeah. did drown. I like that your family is like, "That's impossible. No child could do that." <laughs> Like, but there's no other explanation. It reminds me of Donald Pleasance in Halloween. Like, <laughs> I shot him six times. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Loomis is in my family. Six times. So I personally don't believe it's true. You know, I think it's mixed in with probably the story. Anytime you're in a big family and the kid who's used to being the youngest is no longer the youngest, that kid gets pissed. And I think that's just yeah. always the story. No uh, foreshadowing of your relationship with Katie. Or, yeah, <laughs> I, I have a very, uh, not just between me and Katie, my whole family has had, uh, growing <laughs> up, horror stories. We have home movies that we made where we murdered each all other. All these pieces of furniture have <laughs> yeah. all been stabbed by parents' <laughs> items. <laughs> like a wine uh, screw yeah. inside of the bureau. We have a, an annual membership at Rooms to Go. They're like, oh, the bosses are back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So every year you have a new baby. Yeah. Your, your mom. Immaculate. She is, I'm so, I love my mom. She's such a good mom. She had to put up with so much. Yes. Uh, two things are coming to mind. So I'll just kind of say the first one quickly. One, I was very little. I just learned how to walk. And I guess like I really picked it up quickly. Like it was like, oh, okay, you can, you can walk. Uh, and a, ba a doctor was like, that's impossible. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had no spine. Wait, a, a doctor uh, was in the room for your first steps? 
<laughs> oh, he, well, he had just given birth to me. <laughs> he had, <laughs> got my, my umbilical cord. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are we waiting for? This Let's is crazy. This is another episode of a Fimo Doctor. <laughs> Fimo Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> There's days on E. <laughs> I'm here to see Doctor today. <laughs> anyway, I've been watching a lot of reality TV. So. Okay, so I just learned how to walk, but I guess like they were like, oh, yesterday he took his first step, so they weren't really too worried about it but within like two days i could like run whoa (laughs) and so my they hadn't like prepared for that yet so my mom goes to like feed me or something and this is a story i found out later and um she can't find me and she looks she tears the whole house apart and cannot find me anywhere and then she goes uh and she realizes the front door is open so i've not only walked all the way to the front door i managed to open it i learned how to open doors like a raptor (laughs) i go go out and i hopped on top of the stove but so then (laughs) she's like oh my god he made it out onto the street and so she goes and she just can't find me anywhere and so she literally just starts running around the streets trying to find me she gets blocks away and then she sees a woman in the distance holding me like a baby like like as her baby uh and my mom runs up to her and the woman's like can i help you (gasps) and she's like my my son you you thought you thought you found my son and the woman's like uh oh are you sure? So, like, later my mom realized, like, this woman was going to kidnap me. Yeah. She was acting like it was absolutely her son. She's That's like, so terrifying. Yes, can, I, can I help you? Um, So I could have had this whole other life, but um, that was my original mom. <laughs> then I, <laughs> The other thing it reminded me of, but I guess I, I've gone over my time. I'll just I'll just say that you reminded me that that's not that bad because my mom always tells me the story that's much worse about how when my brother was a little baby, she outran a tank with him in her arms oh, yeah 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 because of the nicaraguan revolution and they were being chased by a tank so that was a very unsettling story to learn today. this is what we have missed from big question for these past months is philip has the craziest freaking stories of like his early childhood I'm just trying to save him up for a slumdog millionaire moment <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hopefully i'll you know go on a uh, millionaire or, something. or a different game show that's existing yeah. now uh, deal or yeah, no deal wheel of fortune. Yeah, yeah. wait that reminds me of some long sad story the, the different deal no or no deal. deal models are like your different moms yeah. from over the years like wait yeah, mama exactly. <laughs> the briefcase i was smuggled in <laughs> you are the mother well that's incredible wow that's so interesting yeah. uh that you nearly ran and you know miami is a it's a big town you could end up in a whole different uh, life yeah right i could have been a contender you could have been that could have been, been someone you. uh philip yeah. it's been so great having you back it's been what a wonderful homecoming <laughs> uh, we learned a lot about each other as always That's more usual, about fictional yeah. characters that uh we don't need to know that much about and spunk in the star wars universe <laughs> spunk it it flows through and binds us <laughs> <laughs> it's sticky and binds us <laughs> uh and uh that is it for this episode of a big question and a reminder again check out newrockstarsmerch.com you can find the shirts both philip and i are wearing and not only do they look cool they're super super comfortable and lots of great options hoodies hats oh uh i got this new hat in the mail that uh for the first time a hat fits my head not with these (laughs) these on but this hat is freaking cool uh masks all kinds of stuff that you're gonna love
love, great for holiday gifts, great for yourself. Definitely go check that out. Uh, NewRoxesMerch.com. It also helps this channel, which uh, if, if at the anything else, you want to keep us alive, we'd appreciate that. Thank you, Drew <laughs> Philip, for joining us this episode. Follow him at Philip Molina. Uh, you can follow me at EA Boss. Follow New Rockstars on all social media. Send us your big questions using the hashtag big question and uh, subscribe to our big question podcast feed. If you can, leave us a nice rating and review that helps people hear this more. And uh, subscribe, to, of course, to New Rockstars here on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. Uh, stay tuned for more shows and we'll have more Mandalorian stuff coming this Friday on WookieLeaks. But we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Feel the spunk. Believe in the spunk. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah!